Hi everyone, time for another Sophie and Sebastian story. Make sure you visit our website, sophieandsebastian.com, if you want to see the fun illustration that goes with the story. Enjoy! One day, Sophie was bored. It was bitterly cold outside and there was nothing to do. Sophie lay on the couch. Actually, only her legs were still on the couch. The rest of her had slid off onto the carpet. I'm bored, she said to the ceiling. We can play a board game, suggested Sebastian. What's the point, asked Sophie. It's called a board game for a reason. No, said Sebastian. It's called that because you play a game when you're bored. I'll teach you a game, said Sophie. Sure, shouted Sebastian, who was always up for a challenge. Tessa taught me this one, said Sophie. It's just called The Game. Basically, whenever you think about the game, then you lose. So if you're playing the game, then you've lost. But if you don't think about the game, then you're winning. Then I would rather not play the game, said Sebastian. Good, but are you still thinking about it? Of course, since you keep talking about it. Then you're still losing. Sebastian frowned. That's not much fun. How are you supposed to win? The only way to win, explained Sophie, is not to think about the game. But then you won't know that you're winning because you're not thinking about it. Oh, said Sebastian. So I guess I was winning before you taught me the game? Yes, you had been winning your whole life, but now you've lost. Thanks, said Sebastian. That is the worst game ever. Exactly, said Sophie, except that it is fun to make people lose the game. You just go up to them and say, congratulations, you've lost the game. Just then, Tessa walked into the room. Hi, Tessa, said Sophie. Congratulations on losing the game. Oh, no, said Tessa. I was doing so great. I haven't lost the game for days. Sophie laughed. You shouldn't have taught it to me. I love making people lose. I know, Sebastian suddenly shouted. He was so excited, he stood up on the rocking chair and then jumped onto the coffee table. We have to make up a different game that will help us forget about the game. Impossible, said Tessa. You'll always remember at some point. Not true, said Sebastian. Not if you can change a person's mind. You have to change their brain. Good luck, said Tessa. But Sophie said, let's give it a try. Sebastian, you lie here on the couch and I will try brainwash you. Okay, said Sebastian, but I bet you can't do it. Then Sophie started walking around the couch and making circles in the air with her hands. Relax, she said. Empty your mind. Let your thoughts flow away like a flock of geese or like flushing the toilet. Uh, that's weird, said Sebastian. And by the way, I'm still thinking about the game. Not for long, said Sophie dramatically. 
You can trust me. I am trained in magic. Once upon a time, I worked in the circus. What was your job? asked Sebastian, curious. I was the animal tamer, said Sophie. I trained all the animals, elephants, tigers, lions, even the cobras. That sounds dangerous, said Sebastian. It sure was. My best trick was to put my head inside the mouth of a lion. I would lead the lion on a leash while thousands of people watched under the cover of the big top. Every so often the lion shook his mane and yawned as if he could care less. When he yawned, his muscles would ripple and I would shiver. When I got to the middle of the ring, we stopped. Then the announcer said, And now we give you the highlight of the show. Our very own Sophie the Lion Tamer will do something really scary. Behold, watch, and tremble in fear. I was a bit frightened too, but I was good friends with the lion. We had trained for this. First, he roared very loudly. The sound echoed back and forth, and an old gentleman in the front row fainted. He had to be helped by the young lady next to him. Then, the lion opened his mouth as wide as possible. His teeth were so big, you could put your entire hand around one of them. I put in my head sideways, and then... I bet he chomped down on you, said Sebastian. No, silly, said Sophie, or I wouldn't be here today. Instead, when I was inside the lion's mouth, I told the lion a story, and that distracted him. He loved stories, and during every performance in the circus, I would tell him a new one. Can I hear the story you told him? asked Sebastian, filled with curiosity. Sure, it went like this. Deep in the heart of Africa, there's a beautiful old hotel. It's called the Calamari Hotel. It has the softest and fluffiest pillows, and the outdoor pool sparkles under a bright blue sky. Also, you can go in a big open jeep and see the animals in the wild. Giraffes, cheetahs, monkeys, and even lions. The man who drove the jeep for the tourists liked to boast about how amazing he was at finding just the right places where all the animals were hanging out. They call me the king of the jungle, he said to the tourists. I will show you something amazing. Prepare to be astonished. Then all the tourists climbed into the jeep and away they sped. The first stop was very disappointing. They only saw one stork and it was standing very still. No matter, said the guide, I know an even better spot. So they drove on. The second place was not much better. Far in the distance they could just make out a giraffe stretching its long neck towards a tall tree. We want our money back, said one of the tourists. And another shouted, Crook, this is the worst trip I've ever been on. They drove off and went to a third spot, a famous watering hole. I'm sure we'll see more animals here, said the guide. I once saw a fight between a hippo, a crocodile, and a lion. 
all over an antelope that had been killed by a pack of hyenas. I don't believe him, whispered one lady, just loud enough for everyone to hear. At the watering hole, the guide parked the jeep. He jumped out to show how brave he was. There didn't appear to be any animals around, so the guide said, while we are waiting, why don't I tell you some stories about some of the most amazing things I have seen? Nobody seemed impressed, but what could they do? The tourists listened patiently while the tour guide told one big lie after another. He was getting so carried away that he had stopped looking back over his shoulder once in a while. As he was finishing his last story, some of the tourists started pointing at him. It looked like they wanted to say something, but couldn't find the words. The guide thought this was a good sign and smiled. What do you think of that one? he asked. Wasn't that an epic story? Then finally one of the tourists blurted out, Lion! Lion! But the tour guide said, I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth. No, lion, lion, shouted the tourists, and they pointed at him. When the tour guide finally figured out what they were saying, it was too late. The lion had jumped on him and ate him up. And that was the best show the tourists could have hoped for. Though not everyone believed their story when they returned to the Calamari Hotel in the heart of Africa. That's awesome, said Sebastian. Thank you, said Sophie. That's what my lion said too, and that's why he let me put my head inside his mouth. I don't believe you, said Sebastian, but now I want to draw a picture of the circus with elephants and lions and a tightrope at the top. Good idea, said Sophie. Then they got out all their pencils and erasers and sharpeners and drew wonderful pictures. Both of them had completely forgotten about something. But I'm sure if you're listening to this story, you probably haven't. You know exactly what they forgot. And you also know what I am about to say to you. Here it comes. Congratulations on losing the game. The end. Thank you for listening. Now, after I recorded this story, Sophie told me that it is possible for the game to end. If the queen went on TV and said that the game was done, or if someone stole the Pope's hat, then the game would be over. Until that happens, we will all continue to lose the game. Sorry about that. Till next time, bye bye.